Hello, hello, guys. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, yeah this week's episode. I I apologize for the last week's episode being late by like three days. I just was super unwell and I couldn't find the time to edit it. But uh, hopefully that won't happen too often in the future. And I don't know if you could tell by this intro, but uh, during this episode, I'm still not like a hundred percent better. So I hope that does. But I hope that doesn't affect your enjoyment of this episode too much. So enjoy. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I am joined by Barney Metcalf. <clears throat> Sorry. Hello, hello. And this week, we will be covering Reanimator and sequels. Because it's October. That feels Scary. Scary, Boom. yeah. Uh... Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never seen these films, so yeah, I might as figured I uh, might as well watch these. So I'm coming in completely fresh with these films. I've got yeah no reference to these films. My they, my my only knowledge about these films before is from American Beauty, when um, two of the characters are talking about a scene where a head goes down on a woman. Or something like that. No, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I, I rewatched American Beauty quite recently, actually. I yeah. Thinking, oh, I yeah. And in the way it's played in American Beauty, thought that that was like a comedic scene in Reanimator. It's not. No. It's <laughs> um like I'm just gonna be straight up. There's some some bad things in these movies that aren't for everybody. So. Just yes. viewer discretion, well, listener discretion rather, because this isn't. Yeah, yeah, so zoinks, that's dark from me. So, yeah, just just keep that in mind. I'm gonna try and dance around it as much as I can, but like, it's kind of hard to when all three of the films have really dark things in it that I don't like. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, but there's some dark <laughs> crap in there. Yeah. So I I think you had seen the first one before, right? Yeah. I watched it as a part of a kind of a personal sort of like uh Halloween October mini sort of film festival I did for myself where I, I plucked out a bunch of films that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And th- this was one of the sorry, that was when was that? That was about four years ago, I think, at this point. Something like that, three years ago maybe. Okay. Um, so I I rewatched that one um, the other day, and then I watched the sequels for the first time in preparation for this. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched Reanimator last night, and then I watched the sequels today. Yeah, uh, no, I I watched the sequels literally today. Yeah. There was like some slight crossover. I think I started watching them about half an hour before you. Yeah, because like I knew I had to watch them for this record, but I just didn't like want to. <laughs> like, because the first one, I mean, I like the first one, but I'm not. I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to watch the sequels. I was just like, okay, what else can they do? Because I feel like they've kind of done all the stuff already. I think you you hit sort of hit the nail on the head there because. I was planning on watching the second one yesterday and then the third one today, but I ended up doing them both today. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, yesterday it occurred to me, like, oh, yeah, I, I had to watch that. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah. so I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, like, dripping over myself trying to trying to watch them. Yeah, uh, and it's not even like I dislike these films. I just don't... Because we both know people who love this film, or at mm. least someone who loves this film, and I was going in being like, you know what, I want to like this film, it seems like something I might like, and just watching it, I was like, okay, what am I missing? Because, in fact, I was talking to my dad about it, I was talking about this, this person's top 100 films and reanimated is on that and he and my dad was like oh pff, right and he was like did he see it a lot as a kid and i'm like i don't know because uh so 
my dad does not care for this film that much, so yeah. When I when I first watched it, I was like, okay, that was good, <laughs> but you know, do I know what people love about the film? No, um, and so I, I was looking forward to rewatching it um, mm-hmm. because I thought, okay, maybe I'll I'll find something new that I maybe didn't fully appreciate the first time around, and no, I, I liked <laughs> it about as much as I did the first time around. It just. You know, I, I should clarify, like you, I, I do like this first film. I do enjoy it, but... Yes, just this first film. <laughs> and then the sequels, it's... Like, I think... I think oh, it's... We'll, we'll, we'll get to them, but... We'll get into yeah. that, yeah. I think it... I mean, yeah, I don't really know where to start, because I don't know if I want to talk about all the films sort of in a general sense, or if we want to go, like, in between the films, because there's not that a whole lot to talk about, really with these films when you really think about it like there's not that much to them they don't really do massive amounts that are different from each other yeah they've all they're and, basically and that, that, that's one of my issues with it as a trilogy mm-hmm. like apart from maybe a bit of the third one i don't really feel like they're treading any new ground it's just kind of like Her- herbert west the this crazy scientist dude he wants to bring things back to life in his research to create life and he just does that over and over again in each of these yeah. films and, and oh it's like, what a surprise oh. it turns out <clears throat> that it turns people into crazed zombie things yes yeah and it's like the setting really like it slightly changes but not really though like not massive the third one's in a prison for the most part which is nice which yeah earned a few brownie <clears throat> points for me for kind of spicing it up a little bit but, like, the first one and second one, like, don't... They're more or less in sort of similar places. Same and... sort of place, yeah. Honestly, the, the, the films... But they seem to just sort of go down a similar structure, though. Like, uh, Herbert West and... um, yeah. Who's the other guy in the first two films? Um, I forget the actor's name, but the character's called Dan Kane. Dan Daniel Kane, yeah. Yeah, they're like... Well, because it just... Like, yeah, because Herbert West is like, Oh, I'm gonna do some things. I'm gonna you know, resurrect people, I'm gonna reanimate people, bring them back or whatever, and oh no, it goes wrong, and then, oh... Who would have thought that it would go wrong? And then, oh no, here's some, I'm just gonna keep injecting it, and maybe it'll work this time, and oh like, no, it doesn't. There, there, there's a quote knocking about somewhere, it's like, the definition of stupidity <clears throat> is just to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm struggling to buy her, but West is this kind of genius scientist man, yeah. when he just really doesn't change his strategy yeah. at all. It's just like, oh, we'll just keep injecting it. And it's like, oh, there's a dead body. Let's just go take that dead body. And it's just like, okay. Sure. Should we talk about Herbert West as a... As uh, a he's the only, yeah, the only he, one who's in all three of these films. Yeah. Um, he's fine. I, I think just sort of in general acting-wise, that it's not great. <laughs> like, I think the first one is probably the best... I mean, the first one's the best one, okay? Like, I think we can both yeah. agree the first one's the best one. Yeah, I think, yeah, I that think is a fair assessment. Performance-wise, it's all more or less... It's all fine. I think Herbert West is potentially interesting, but he's just not. <laughs> and, like... I think Herbert West is interesting in the first one. Um, and then he keeps on kind of making the same idiotic decision. Yeah, he's... The next two. Yeah, I'm like, he, okay. And they're not trying anything new with him. It is just the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just I, I do. I honestly, I, I think Herbert West is kind of what makes the first film for me, or part of what makes the first film. Mm, I, I think... do like him in that one, and I quite like Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, I think uh, he. Uh, I think he helps with sell the film because you do sort of need like sort of a specific because he's not a part like Herbert isn't a. Ca- like character that can be played by anyone really you do sort of need something a little special even though even yeah you need to have even yeah even though the performance isn't that great anyway like you still need someone a bit special to play that part he's not just sort of like a blank cipher where anybody can just sort of be put into that role you need like yeah he's a bit kind of out there and a bit you know he's weird (laughs) basically there's no other way to put it but um you need somebody who can kind of capture that Mm. Um, and underlying potential insanity yeah but like i just think in but besides him really in the rest of the characters like well first of all in every single one of these films there is one just creep who just 
wants to <laughs> just like and i'm just like do we need because every film the main female character gets assaulted it's Which, yeah a very unchivalrous approach to and i feel like and and the way the women are shot because there's just elongated shots of naked women for no real reason. There's like a scene in the first one where the woman, there's just a like a not bird, well, kind of bird's eye view. They're like taking close-ups, and it's just there. And then, the, and then there's just a shot of the head, just like looking down at woman, and it just goes on for so long. And it's just yeah. Like, there, there was a particular bit that really jumped out at me in the third one, where there's like a naked woman, and then one of the zombie people like bites her boob. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, so did these guys just like, are they just really horny and they've got some fucked up fan- fantasies? <laughs> like, because... so they, want, they want to eat flesh. And yeah. They, they want to pull an army hammer on, on women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Across all three of these films, they really make no effort to imbue any of the female characters with any discernible character or personality. No, they really... They are just the woman. Yeah, and I was talking about... I was talking with other people. This is kind of tangentially related. Is like, there's some great female characters written today. Like, some of the best female characters of of all time. You know, like, you know, female great female characters exist, but it also feels like it's taken forever for us to get really, really great female characters. Yeah, if you look at a lot of, like, films from the... Oh, yeah, the last, I guess, century. Yeah, 21st century. Mm-hmm. I couldn't point to that many, like, iconic or, like, fantastic female characters, yeah. I'm Like, I'm, I'm trying to just sort of... Th- like, because a lot of the best characters i found are on TV. <laughs> Like, TV definitely, yeah. Like but, um, TV. I'm trying to think now iconic female characters from um twentieth century. Um uh, best I can think of is Ellen Ripley from Alien. Yeah, but I mean and she's sort of an outlier though. Like you don't I mean you could say yeah, I, I I can't immediately think of anybody else. Yeah, like well, you I'm, know. I'm, I'm I am thinking of other things, but I'm like, um what's her face? Sarah Connor from Terminator. But even then mm. That's, that was still the mid '80s, though. Character. Yeah, she's not like, she's different, but she's not like a great written character. It's, it's, yeah, it's not profound in any way. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, okay, because decently, but yeah, she's was, adequately in woman character. Yeah, exactly. But like, if you look at TV right now, some phenomenal female characters being written for TV. You know, like Kim from Medical Soul, who might be the greatest female character ever that's written. Awesome. No, that's a big thing to say, but. I think yeah, excellent. I'm not going to uh, disagree know, with. Yeah, uh, you know, you're a fan of Ted. We're fans of Ted Lasso. The female oh, characters I'm, in Ted Lasso, Keely and uh, Rebecca. Rebecca yeah. Lasso they're like, but they're also like that's a comedy. But there's like it doesn't really change anything. They're still great female. Still have an, an insane amount of depth. I think. Yeah, and I think that's what's missing from a lot of female characters from. Yeah. From TV of days gone by, there just isn't that much depth. It, they're usually just like, oh, we've got a sexy woman. She's going to get her titties out. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... It's but, either that or it's just, you are a woman. Or, yeah. Or, or you know, a lot of the time the female, a female character will be used to sort of be like, oh, you're just going to die to help service a, a, another character. Yeah, that's the classic thing, using a woman's death to motivate a yeah. male. Which is called, tag. like, fridging or, like, fridged is where, like, a female character... how. Um, this is a thing that's been talked about more and more as time has gone on and was even referenced in She-Hulk recently where basically how common it is in comic books well it was originally made for comic books but it extends to every other form of media basically where a female character is killed to one of those things where once you notice it yeah and it's just like the female characters in these reanimator films are like I don't need every female character or just every character in general to be the most, you know, have so much depth because I, like, that's not my problem. My problem is I don't want characters to just be there to look good. Like, as to just be like, ogle that. 
Especially when they... I, either, yeah, either to be eye candy or just do nothing. Yeah, and especially when the way they're being ogled at is in a way that isn't okay, like, is illegal by definite, like... Cause yeah. all the female characters, it feels like... I can't think of a major female character in these films who doesn't get hurt or assaulted or something worse. Like, it, I mean, of, of the three kind of lead females... Two out of three of them are dead by the end of their respective films. It's, yeah, they, they also all of them they all die. Like the Where main. Does the in the second one die? Um, is she the one? She's I, the. I thought she, she makes it out with. Um, uh, maybe she does. Well, because there's the reanimate. Well, because she, she's well, the reanimate the bride is from the first film. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, I'm forgetting about her. And then there's, yeah, the other woman who was in Austin oh, Powers. Yeah, there's, there's progression. There's pro- two yeah, women. two women. Oh, doesn't pass the Bechdel test, though. Oh. These films really would fail. <laughs> These films would get slammed by the Bechdel test. And I mean, I don't even, like, like the Bechdel test. It's, it's more just an interesting way of, like, looking at something and being like, oh, does it pass this test? Even though... Just be, even if it does, it doesn't mean it's necessarily good, but like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't believe that every film should have like perfect fifty-fifty kind yeah. of. Yeah, not, not yeah. But, but I would kind of prefer if these films had proactive women who were like, you know what, I'm not standing for this shit, and they start killing the fucking zombies. Like that would. Yeah, I would, yeah. If they made an effort. You know, yeah, would be nice. like they don't have to live necessarily, but at least have them try and do something instead of just being yeah, like. Yeah, at least just have, have them be competent and not just oh zombie, I'm dead. Yeah, because like, it just doesn't. And it, yeah, it the first they they just made me uncomfortable with how they treated female characters because I'm not it like to sort of be general. I'm not against a film showing bad things, you know, I'm not against it. As long as there's a reason. And also, I feel like in these reanimator films, they highly glamorize it and make it seem far too... There needs to be a reason. ...appealing to a male audience. This isn't a good thing, which these films don't do. Yeah. We've been talking about this a lot, but I think it's a I major say, problem. I, I thought we were going to be talking about a good bit of zombie nonsense, but it turns out we're having a good dissection into the roles of feminism in cinema. Well, it's the film's fault. <laughs> like, if they... yeah, yeah, exactly. We're having like, this conversation because of Reanimator. I honestly, like, I don't I don't go into zombie films being like, oh, i I got to talk about how women... I'm not wait for this profound character study. You know... But I it, it I do notice it when characters aren't treated well. I feel like I notice it more with female characters, if I'm being honest. Because, like, male characters, it's... I mean, I do notice it with male characters at times. But, like, I think... It's just kind of more detrimental to society with yeah. women. Because it's like, come on, we should be past this. And yeah. we should have been past this long ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even now, you don't get... There's still not a whole lot of great female characters. And when there are, people still complain because they're not... I don't know. They're not white women? I don't know. <laughs> they're progressive women? I don't know. They're strange. But, yeah, just... Um... <laughs> these fil- I, I, I went in to these films... Yeah, I was expecting, like, there's just going to be some zombies, there's going to be some cool effects, you know, these guys are going to kill some zombies, it'll look cool. I wasn't expecting multiple scenes of assault and women yeah. being mutilated terribly, because why would I expect that? Like, Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to use that as a... A good segue onto something that I wanted to bring up, but that's oh far out. That's gone out of my mind. Um, oh yeah, that's it. Um, these films are generally considered to be like horror comedies. Are they Do you find them particularly funny? I didn't find them particularly funny, nor did I find them particularly scary, and like. 
I mean, I don't find yeah. horror films in general to be scary, but I can usually understand, like, oh, that's meant to be a scary scene. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. With, with, with these films, I'm able to recognise, oh, this guy who's had, like, his lower half removed, crawling around on the floor, that's meant to be a scary thing. It was just, I watched it. Honestly. Like, oh, there, were, there, were, there were no real attempts to try and make you, like even chuckle anything honestly i was kind of confused at what i was meant to find funny and what i wasn't meant to find funny i i didn't find it especially clear like occasionally i did but a lot of the time i was just like oh is that i was like is that meant to be a fun like, i can't pull anything to mind but i was i had that sort okay. of like there is there is one bit actually that i thought okay but i found that funny but i don't know if it was an intentional yeah, um, I think I think we are going to kind of just talk about these three films kind of collectively. Um, yeah, because like they so are... otherwise we're just going to be saying the same thing over over and over. Yeah, again exactly. They're more or less the same film, honestly, beyond um, a few superficial so it, changes. Yeah, um, in Beyond Reanimator, um, mm -hmm. there's like the the prison warden character. Mm -hmm. um, he gets turned into a, a zombie or whatever. Um, and yeah. in climax of the film, Herbert West straps him into an electric chair and electrocutes him. Um, shortly after that bit, there's just a random shot of a rat that's been in the film up to that point. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it just moves on. <laughs> yeah. He's been electrocuted. Quick shot of a rat. Move on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, one thing I found bizarre is one thing i actually did find funny but i actually I've, I've got an example something i think is meant to be funny but i'm not actually sure is um it's in beyond reanimator as well when the uh there's that guy who goes to a, he goes after the girl they've brought back with he's like the prison guy and he's got the and he gets like ripped in half yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he's, like, swinging from the walls, and he's, and he's like, moving... And, and I was like, this is funny, but I don't know if it's that supposed to... I actually really liked. I thought that was a really cool um, thing, I guess, in having this legless dude kind of... Like, like a kid on some monkey bars on a playground. Like, yeah. Climbing his way through the building. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I was meant to find that funny or not, but... I, I, yeah, I liked I, it. I wasn't sure either. I liked it. Um, actually, I, I, I've said that I didn't find these films particularly funny, although, and I've said there's an example of one. I've thought of another bit that I found funny by association with something else. Oh, yeah? It's a scene in the first film when... So, Herbert West is living with this other doctor guy, Dan Kane, who we've mentioned. Um, at mm -hmm. one point, Dan goes into the basement and he finds... Herbert West doing some yeah his cat's he, Herbert West killed his cat at some point um, and he goes into the basement and he finds him doing experiments on the dead cat um, which he reanimates um, and the cat starts attacking him and it's like crawling all over his back and stuff um, yeah and when they get it off his back and it's kind of like hiding in some you know stuff that's hanging around the place um it just made me think of that episode of Community where they do a zombie thing. Um, oh, and then there's the cat that keeps jumping cat at. That keeps jumping across the screen. <laughs> yeah, like is someone throwing it? <laughs> throwing it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of animal. I mean, I presume fact, it's not. That is probably the the standout scene of the first film to me. It's pr it's just on that line where it's like, okay, I'm not quite. Um, it's not quite upsetting. Although, mm -hmm. I think it does slightly cross that line a little bit later on in that scene. Like, the bit yeah. where the cat's been freshly reanimated and it's going mental, and then they kill it again. Um, and it's got, like, a broken back, and then they reanimate the cat, and it's... Oh, like, that... Oh, that these mood. films are just, so, like, upsetting, and they feel so mean-spirited. Yeah, they are very mean-spirited films. I don't quite find it upsetting in the way that I do, like, some films that really try to get realistic gore and it is just like you know 
look, it's not the gore that upsets me. It's the it's kind of the, the you know the, the basis of the idea, like a cat with a broken back that's been reanimated yeah. trying to. Oh, just... that scene in is it the second or third one where the guy cat cat cuts the bat's wings off. I believe that's in the second one. That just felt so. Because, yeah, you know, because the um, because like the, the fucking head as the fucking wings. Yeah, the, the, head, the dismembered head of this. I found that bit funny too, actually, and I don't think that's meant to be funny, <laughs> or maybe it is. Yeah. I'm I... really quite generally. I think I'm, I'm I'm quite puzzled about what is the humor of this film, if there is any at all, because yeah, I know it doesn't yeah. even register it to me as being particularly comedic. Yeah, but these films just are so mean, and just so like. And look, I, I'm 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 more sensitive about seeing an animal get hurt than humans getting hurt because I don't. Something because well, we're conscious beings, we make our own choices, and a lot of the time we make bad choices. Whereas animals are just kind of yeah, you know, like if you like Instagram. if I watch. Yeah, like, seeing a film where someone... Like, if I was to watch, you know... Like, a Quentin Tarantino film, I don't get upset by watching people get killed in those films. Because I'm like, I know it's not real. Plus, you pro- they probably deserve it, you know? Like, but yeah, most like, of his characters are anti-heroes at best and villains at worst. Yeah, but, like, if I watch a film and, like, a cat, like, gets, like, shot or whatever, and I'm like, what the fuck... Why would you do that? Yeah, well, it's that, it's that thing. If the animal dies, then I'm sorry, but the audience is going to hate you for a little bit. Yeah, this is a bizarre trilogy, though. Of this, like, I would yeah. say this is like, I wouldn't say it's a bad trilogy. It just doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. To give an example of a great trilogy, Back to the Future is a great trilogy, yeah. and yes, all three of those films feature time travel. But they go to different places in each of them, and it feels like they're doing something new. Whereas these films are basically the same, except in the third one they're in prison. Like, yeah, th- that, um, that's I, it. I want to talk about a real bitter disappointment that I had with the second one. Yeah, the o- the opening scene, um, Kane and West are in uh, they're volunteer medics in like the war <laughs> somewhere oh yeah um, that confused me i was like what the fuck is this i was like and, and, uh, I'll, I'll i'll get back to what i was just about to say because there's another thing that i want to bring up yeah um at the end of the first reanimator there's a sort of implication that herbert west dies um yeah and then, he and kane um, like his, his girlfriend's died so he goes to reanimate her and then we get to the second one and none of that's really addressed. There's like a title card that says nine months after the massacre. So yeah, I was like... But other than that, they don't address it at all. Yeah, I, I thought like, oh, he's dead. Huh. Alright. Fair yeah, enough. And, and then the second one picks up and I was like, hang on. You're alive. You, the other guy, you're still collaborating with him. And you're still actively against his, like, a lot of his research. But you're still helping why, him why anyway. You're still associating with him. Yeah, it's so bizarre, because I thought... I I really had no idea what I thought when the second one started. I was like, right, so is this... Have they just been, like, reincarnated to a different time period? Like, that's genuinely what I thought it was. Because I was like... Because I figured, yeah, Herbert West had died. They're in a different place. And it's like, no, the same characters. And I was like, what the... For the, for the first five minutes, I was almost totally on board with them just ignoring the ending of the first film because I thought, oh, cool, they're doing like zombie war stuff. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. cool. and then that would have probably that would have made it a much scene, better film. Yeah, I would have really liked that. Um, and then that opening scene ends, and we, you know, do other things. We just do the first film again. And I was I was quite disappointed about that. I yeah, I just like felt. Honestly, the first one disappointed me, because I was like, I was, yeah, no, as I mentioned before, I was expecting a pretty solid film. The sequels, I was less disappointed in, because I knew they weren't as good, so I was like, whatever. I, 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 and I, plus, I wasn't invested in those films either, so I wasn't disappointed when I watched them. But it was yeah, just was like... like yeah, the first one's the one that matters. Um, the others can do what the fuck they want, I don't really care. But like, I, I just felt like these are films that... 
I could love like these could be really good film like because I, I I've touched on this before but I'm not a big zombie guy I think zombies are like decent but like I don't get the crazy. My, my relationship with the zombie genre is that a lot of them get really close to tapping into stuff that I I really enjoy then mm. they're about to cross that finishing line of like you know well done you've you've hit the nail on the head and then they they, they stop and they think you know what? Let's call it a day. And yeah. then everyone just goes, goes home. Um, I think also, like, I don't really find... I mean, I don't know how many people find zombies scary, but I feel like there's, there's time, there's movies where you're meant to find the zombies are scary. And I mean, like, I don't. Like, honestly, they were scarier when they did that Simpsons episode. Like, like they were far, <laughs> they were far scarier than that. Is that Dial Z for zombies? I like that. Dial Z for zombies, yeah. Oh, it's such a good segment. It's such a... It's great. And, like, the thing about that is... Because, like, I'm not... Yeah, not the biggest zombie person. But just the way The Simpsons did that segment was just like... Ah, oh, that is, like, peak zombie. Like, that is, the, like, what makes zombies great, you know? Like, because zombie films, they do sort of fall short. Like, they could be... Like, I would argue Shaun of the Dead is the best zombie film ever that, last, that to me that is peak zombie fiction because it's actually it's not even again it's not even majorly scary it's just the zombies well first of all the zombies feel like a threat plus like the film is funny and mm. like I'm I just, mean what I enjoy in, in Shaun of the Dead is how zombie apocalypse is used as like a catalyst for this person getting their shit together and kind yeah. of doing something. yeah I'm just looking at um, other and, and, and sort of like problem solving Mm-hmm. Whereas most zombie films, I feel, either come down to, right, let's barricade ourselves in somewhere and hide, or let's go kill some zombies. Whereas, you know, I don't want to talk about Shaun of the Dead too much, because we're not covering that. Um, but I enjoy that that film doesn't just commit to that. It has kind of like a mm. the second act is kind of like, right, let's journey to this. Um, yeah, we've got to we yeah, evade these zombies. We can't take these zombies, because there's fucking loads of them like yeah there's a nice balance between let's lay low and having to fight the zombies when they become yeah threat plus also Um, i feel like the problem though with zombie stories is you can't really tell them in america because of the existence of guns like gun there are so many guns very immediate solution there are so many guns in america that like another reason why sure that is great is because you've got people fight some people living in the suburbs fighting zombies with freaking cricket bats and stuff yeah like, like that's to, to us, um, and pe- like people that live in the UK and Australia, where gun laws are very quite, you know, quite strict. Yeah, um, that's kind of relatable. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, you know, I, I, I can, you know, anyone in like particular parts of America, a zombie outbreak happens, they're whipping out the shotgun and taking names. Yeah, exactly. It's, it doesn't affect. I think because so many sort of typical monsters, you know, like like I find something like. You know, because I don't find zombies scary, really. I don't find, like, vampires to be that scary, you know. I, I don't find any of those sort of creatures to be scary in general. But, yeah, but there are examples where I can be sort of scared by them. Like, I would argue something like Evil Dead, the first one mainly, and in and, and, and some ways the second one... The third one, not at all, because the third one is not a horror film, like, by any stretch. No. But the first two Evil Dead films are actually quite scary for zombie films. I mean, they're I also... Think, I think the first one has some very effective horror. Yeah, I mean, it's also got some weird stuff that it does to the female characters, but that seems to be quite common with horror films. That just seems to be how you deal with women in horror films in the 80s. Just have them be... Uh, Salted. Yeah. And we'll leave it that. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, like they and it's just like I don't know. I just feel that this film it doesn't it I guess it kind of portrays them as a threat, but also not really. Like I'm not like oh my god, there's the zombies because like well, first of all, all the zombies in the first one are pretty much naked, which is just like okay. <laughs> yeah, because they're a bunch of bodies from a morgue. And it's just like. 
do, do, do we need that? Like, do we need... I, I really don't want to be seeing all these naked men, all right? Can we just, like, just, just, just tone it down a bit? Like, can we just not... But no, we just... Um, which That must be so awkward to film. Because like, there's just so many bits where they're, like, tussling with each other. And I'm like, oh, I would be so... Conce- yeah. I'd be like, oh, God, I don't want to... I don't want to, like, accidentally touch something. Because, God, that just wouldn't be... Um, to, but to get... To, to bring a positive to these films, uh, mainly for the first one, um, practical effects are pretty solid. Certainly for the first one, I would argue. Yeah. I, will, I will definitely say that about the first one. Um, Two and three are hit or miss. Still good, just to a slightly lesser extent. There's a bit I, more CG happening in the film. I think it's because they would have gotten much larger budgets, I imagine. Or certainly more of a budget. Let, let me check. I don't know. I always felt like... I say always, I watched it today. I felt like um, Bride of Reanimator, if anything, felt a bit cheaper. Yeah, um, so it had a budget of 2.5 million, Bride of Reanimator. Uh, the first film had a budget between 900,000 and 1.3 million. Right, okay. And then Beyond I mean, Reanimator. I think that does show, I do think that Reanimator does come across as quite a cheap film. Yeah, but I don't know, something about it, there's a slight charm to it. Yeah, no, I think it kind of works there as a bit of kind of schlocky. But in the second and third one, where the effects are so much worse, it's just like okay, you just you you didn't do you didn't do as good of a job this time. Like you just, uh, it just feels like I don't know if laziness is necessarily the complacency. I guess is the is I mean I guess it's, yeah. But it was just it was just like something about it just looked. Because I feel like with the first one, it has a sense of, like, they, they're they very limited in what they can do, so they really had to use everything to the best effect they could. Like, they had to really put that money to good use. You know, you, yeah. like, you know working on... the You know, I've worked on short films and that before, and, and like, you know, when you have basically no budget, like, I, I did a short film during high school. Where you can. Yeah, and, and, and we were, you know, fortunate enough for this for, for short film that I made, we were very fortunate that we were provided with equipment, but we also had to get all the costumes and props and all that together. So we, we, we had to fund still a decent portion of it. And, like, we really didn't have a lot of money to work with, though. Like, because mm. it's high school is making a film on a high school budget, which is basically yeah. zero. <laughs> like, yeah, like make... And this film, you know, like... It just feels like, you know, I, I, I can appreciate a film that, like, I, I personally respond really well to a film when I'm like, okay, that's low budget, but, like, I appreciate it. You know, they've worked with what they've got. Yeah, you've done what you can and you've done it well. Because I'm a fan of practical effects. Like, I don't dislike CGI in a way that I know a lot of people, like, certain people in the industry do in the industry like i'm in that fucking industry (laughs) but like i think you know practical effects we you don't see as many like you still see practical effects and things you know like certainly in action well that's not the same thing of course practical effect is just literally just we'll just have tom cruise jump out a window that's what practical effects (laughs) in action films are just duct tape tom cruise to the side of a plane and see what happens yeah, but in terms of horror, like, horror's really suffered with CGI, I feel like, because, like, look at, like, something like Alien looks great. Like, Alien is an excellently, it looks excellent, the Xenomorph, is it like a, like, animatronic, I was gonna say puppet, but it's an animatronic, um. I, I thought the, the Xenomorph was like a, a, just a really tall dude in the costume. Anyway, um, what I was going to say before, I think what is really tarnishing the use of CGI in horror is that often horror films will be playing with like science fiction stuff, like you know stuff that isn't real, and I think by not being able to discern that it is a physical thing, mm-hmm. I think that kind of takes away from it. Like, if 
you know, if I look at reanimation and think, okay, no, those are people, you know. Yeah, instead of using, like, um, yeah, so, so, like, you think, yeah, so if they... Actually seeing people interacting with the creature that they are going up against, I yeah. think that's... Like, if the cat was... With a CGI. Yeah, like, if it was a CGI cat, like in that new Pinocchio, uh, like, if it... Uh, what? Oh, that was bad. But if it was like, so yeah, you if it was a CGI cat, then they were, that was, instead of, because it's clearly like a puppet, but like if they used like a CGI cat, that wouldn't have been as effective. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, no I, I think you need to be able to be like, okay, no, that's a physical thing that I'm seeing on screen yeah. rather than they I just mean, kind of shot a ping pong ball on a stick and then laid yeah. some CGI. Yeah. It's sort of the problem with the newer Jurassic Park films is like... Yeah, no, it's just so clearly it's a big, no false thing. It's like, oh look, you know, just actors just like sort of looking up and just like looking in the direction of something, and just being told like, okay, now just make a scared face or you know, or scream or whatever. Yeah, no, it, uh, I, I, I think it, um, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I think uh, it's a, it's a fun game I like playing in modern films that use. <clears throat> They have like actors interacting with CGI things if, because if you just kind of look at follow their eye line, sometimes they'll be looking slightly, you know, to the side or above what they're meant to be looking at. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, that's. I just. Th- yeah. I mean, CGI like has advanced so much for 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 better and for worse. Like yeah. Like I'm not like again CGI. I'm all for it being used in things. But just, like, can we just, like, tone it down? Like, Marvel, they're another example of, like, everything is CGI. Look at all this shit. Yeah, literally, literally, I'll be watching something and I think, wow, none of that's real. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, come on, guys. It might as well be an animation. <laughs> yeah. And all, and, and it sucks, too, CGI, because I'm, I'm, I feel like from now on, every time I see CGI, I'm just like, man, those poor VFX artists... I wonder yeah, how quickly they had to get this finished. Like these poor underpaid people. It's like, man, how long did it take you to make that? Because it doesn't look good. Like, but that's the problem. Dude, is it doesn't even look. But like, yeah, in terms of effects, I think these films look get good. There's there's lots of fake blood at various various points. There's just a lot of. Honestly, like there isn't much to say on these films. I I feel like. It's just, I think that, I don't know. Also, I, I will say, though, um, in terms of the acting, there's, like, a line between... There's no, like, great acting. There is either, like, fine... There's, like, sort of three... So, there's sort of three levels. There's underacting, or being wooden. Then there's, like, decent acting, which isn't amazing, but, like, it's serviceable. That's and true. then there's ridiculous overacting. Like, when anybody has to yell, I was just like, okay, I don't buy that, mate. Like, come on. Like, like when, like when the, like, when people keep dying, I was like, all right, let's just, like, um, in the second one, is it, where the woman, she, like, die, she dies, and then, also, they start cutting into her chest, some reason i did i miss why that was happening i don't remember and then the guy he's just cutting and then there's just a spurt of blood in his face and was like oh whoops when you said there's a lot of fake blood um that was the bit that came into mind like herb west like no we're gonna cut and then he gets split into the blood and i was like oh at least with the zombie well the zombies they're just they're not even it's not even blood that's coming out they're just like just like liquids It's pus, yeah. It's it's gross. <laughs> that dude gets electrocuted in the, in the chair, and he gets like some, some pus like burst out of his face. Like, yeah. Oh, and like in the first one, actually, this is going all over the place. But in my defense, there isn't a lot to say about this film, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. No, I think we be struggling to structure some sort of proper conversation. Believe me, next week we'll have a lot more structure than this. <laughs> Believe me, um, one the there's actually one thing in the film that I found really really scary actually, yeah. and it's in the first film when they lobotomize the zomb that zombie. Yeah. 
And I fa- and it's not because it's because lobotomy's terrified the shit out of me. Like just the idea of it is like, well, it's just gonna cut out some of your brain, and then there you yeah. go. You're still alive, but you can't do a lot. Yeah, like uh, cuck- flew over the cuckoo's nest has that quite famously. The Simpsons did it in an episode. Uh, quite famously as well. Was that in a reference to Cuckoo's Nest? Um, it's. I don't think it is technically. Like, I know The Simpsons definitely did parody. I know they parodied One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I know there's a bit where they basically parody the ending, but I don't think that specific where people get lobotomized is like a direct parody. It's just because Ned Flanders rules the world, and if you don't agree with him, lobotomy. Um, <laughs> but I just don't, the idea of a lobotomy is just quite terrifying. Like, it's not yeah. like it's ever going to happen. It's one of those things where I'm like, it's never going to happen to me, but just the idea of Concept like, is scary enough. and I'm just like, oh, get away from my brain. I don't want to. My brain. It's in my head for a reason. You can't have it. Yeah. I just, I just get like that with things where I'm scared of things that I'm like, this is never going to happen in my life. But like, just the concept of like, uh, please don't. I'm, I'm like that with cults. <laughs> things like Wicker Man and Midsummer, where I'm like, yeah, I'm probably never going to go to like some sort of... Yeah, you're not going to be burnt in a wooden effigy. festival or some little Scottish island just because these films have taught me not to. Mm. I'm still scared that one day I'll stumble across something and become a sacrifice. Yeah. Well, you'll know when Britt Eklund's outside your window trying to sing to you. <laughs> you know, if Christopher Lee's outside picking little boys up with little girls, I'm like, yeah, yeah let's get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm never scared by things that, like, I, like, because, like, Reanimator, I know it's obviously fake. Like, I know zombies are obviously not real, so that doesn't scare me. I'm just scared of things that, like, will probably never happen to me, but just the knowledge that it exists is, like... That's me, like, this could be a thing, yeah. That, like, that's what oh, I no. Because it's, like... I mean, when am I ever going to get in a position where I could be lobotomized, though? Like, it's so... It's such yeah. a weird well, fit. A, like, if I just keep living a normal life, it won't happen. Yeah. But, Plus, I also don't think lobotomy is as common a practice now. I would generally try to avoid it if they can. I would like to hope it doesn't happen because it's pretty brutal and quite unnecessary a lot of the time, I feel like. It, it's like the word dehumanizing was made to go <laughs> hand in hand at the bottom. Yeah. Um, these films, I mean, they feel dehumanizing. I feel like these films... Yeah, are... so I, I, something that I thought of saying before, but I didn't because we moved on to a different subject. To say these films, are, you know, a big part of them is like creating life and stuff. <laughs> They have such blatant disregard for life of any kind. They just keep killing people. <laughs> like and, and not just people and things. Yeah, like just so many if it, just... if it breathes and moves, kill it. Yeah, and it's just so it's just so like okay. Oh, here's the, 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 the woman, she's gonna die. Oh, there's a cat. It's dead now. Well, she does. Look at her knockers. <laughs> That's I, I just hated that scene so much in the first one. It was so just like, look, I just don't want to because it's just it's so bad. It's just like just poorly aged. Even then, I feel like people would have been like, hey, okay, come on, Re- bring it in a bit, guys. Real. Yeah, it just the, the, these films just feel like like I don't even know if they're trying to say anything either is a problem I, like, yeah, I, don't think I feel uh, like you could do some like Frankenstein-esque playing god sort of thing but the issue is no, it, nobody learns from anything yeah because he just keeps, keeps bringing it. people back like in the third one there's that guy in the cell and he just keeps fucking injecting himself with this stuff and then he has a fucking spasm like what are you that was a bit where Okay, that, that dude that's like he's like a junkie and he keeps injecting himself. Oh yeah, I mean if anything's gonna clear you in that this is you know, very much beyond the realms of possibility. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, people are reanimated by injecting them with like highlighter fluid or whatever. God, it's such a bright colour. I hated Yeah, it's very luminescent, isn't it? I hated um... the title card for the first film because I I mean I know it's reanimated, but you can like 
at a certain like when it starts coming in you can barely make out what it is it's so bright that the, and the letters are so close together there's like yeah it's just a blur if i just showed this to someone they'd have like and like without any context they'd be like what does that say and they'd be like it's reanimated and they're like oh why is, it... is that what it says why does it why does it look like that i'd be like I don't <laughs> i'd be like i don't know why it looks like that they just no, decided yeah, it just, uh, the, these films, like, I mean, they're not, they're not bad. I, I just feel like they are missed potential, is the problem. Yeah, um, so I, I was about to say them, but again, we got slightly sidetracked. Um, this is a bit where the visual effects, the practical effects are slightly dodgy. That mm-hmm. dude that injects himself with the, the fluid over and over again. Yeah. Um, to the point that he, he, like, explodes. Um... And then he goes up, to, he's like, his face is all melted and stuff, and he goes up to the bar and he's like, yo, Herbert West, give me another hit. And he's like, you've had enough. Yeah. You can very clearly see a little rope between the top of his head and the uh, frame that's making him move. Yeah. It, these feel, yeah. He looks like a really gross Muppet. <laughs> I think a thing I had with these films, though, is like, because it's so clearly fake half the time. Like, some of the camera shots, it's it feels like it's just edit. It's just moving around to, like, and editing around the crap effects at times. I'm just like, yep, that's a weird way of shooting that. Oh, she's, she's like, falling, but, oh, it's cut and she's already fallen. Oh, wow. Because I guess they couldn't have her, at, you know, have someone actually fall or whatever. Like, it's, it's that kind of thing. And it's just like, okay. Like, it just feels like, I don't know. These are films that appeal to a certain audience of sadists. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's that's a bit harsh, but peop- I feel like people who love All these... All the people that work in slaughterhouses out there, this is for you. But I feel like people who love these films and think these are great, like... Like you, you've got to have, you've got to be a, you've got to have some like, because I, I feel like these are films made for a certain demographic and a certain audience, and I'm just like, I'm not that audience. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm just not one of those people. I, I just don't. It just doesn't. <laughs> so, so from all of us here at, at the movies with Lynn, with Lynn Fletcher to to you guys out there who really get into these films get help <laughs> look as long as everyone can admit that the way the women are treated and some of the things that happen to these women are bad like I, like I, I I really hope there's no one out there who like watches those scenes really gets into it and it, like yeah oh that's cool girl oh, oh you know gets off to it i'll be like no no that's just they're, not they're watching it with their mate and somebody's head like bursts open and they're like oh yeah and they'll be like oh mate there's this great scene with this head right and you know what he does i don't want to tell you mate but he's what he does to this woman oh it's fucking it's, it's fucking lit mate it's so good man oh it's so oh i i love it it's like one of the Oh, it's, it's brilliant. I, I have no patience for these sorts of people. I, I just find people who... Because <sighs> horror, I feel like... Depending on what kind of horror you... Like, the type of horror films peop- you like, I feel like that says a lot about you as a person. Like, if, yeah. if someone like... Violence for violence, I do have to question. Like, people who are, like, fans of Rob Zombie, I'm like... Okay, so you there's something like wrong with you, right? Like, there's no. There's no like. Hit a deer with your car, and you you went over and had a look. I just yeah, and I I just find this film is made. These films are just made for an audience of people who I like. I I. Look, and I say this to someone who rather enjoys the first one, but, like, I just don't... This isn't a film I'm, like... I'm, like, oh, I'm gonna watch this every Halloween, because I'm a 
it's horror like I I I too far, I don't really rewatch horror films that often anymore. I'm getting to that point where I'm like oh, I don't need to rewatch that film. I can wait a couple years before I watch that film again. But it's just like, but these these films are just like cool. I've seen these films, uh, and too fair if I never saw them again. I don't think I'd be missing out on much. I think yeah, I'd I be quite mind. happy. I, I've taken them off. <coughs> I've seen the first one twice. Satisfied. I've seen. I mean, that is the, the best one. Yeah. Once. Satisfied. Let's leave it there. If I if I happen to watch, if I'm going to watch any of them again, it will be the first one, and I'll probably leave it there. I mean, that is the best one. Like, I I, I don't think you need to watch. And the the sequels are irrelevant, basically. Like, they they you really can just kind of be like pretend they don't exist. Like they they really they because they don't add that much either. Like, yeah, they don't really expand anything. And and Daniel's not even in the third one. For some reason, like... Yeah, he just went somewhere else. I guess because uh, he's not in prison. Yeah, I guess because he's... Or the actor just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Maybe he was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. I don't want to do these songs. Oh, God. I, I made my money with the first two. I'm quite alright. I, I don't need to do more. Let's call it a day. Yeah, I just... We haven't really. I mean, we didn't really talk about the plots of these films, but I mean, there's not much to say. It's literally just people bringing corpses back to life. I say it's just three films of Herbert West getting some, you know, doofus to help them out. Yeah, uh, boom. He's like, there you go. Let me bring back the dead, and then they do it, and it goes wrong. And it goes wrong. And it's literally like I kind of would have liked if in one of them they think it goes all right. Like maybe maybe it does go all right. Maybe in one of them it goes right, and then like. Oh, we actually brought someone back. It went well, and then it goes wrong, or maybe it doesn't. And then do that in the third one because they do the thing with the rat. Um, yeah, like, oh, it's fine. And then, but later it goes a bit savage. But yeah, yeah. That, I feel like yeah, that would be a nice little change of pace. Like maybe at one point, and we have like no zombie carnage for the first like hour of the film, and then yeah, you know, because ah, oh, we did it. Um, and maybe like we, the we brought somebody back, and maybe the characters are at like some sort of like gala event, kind of celebrating the scientific achievement, and then it goes to shit. Yeah, but uh, no, it just uh, it's just and the then, same no, no, thing. Fans, it it's just <coughs> okay. Inject them. Oh my god, they're crazy. Mm. Who could have possibly foreseen this? Me. That's who, because I've seen the other two films. Yeah, it's just like. I just, I've, uh, there's not much to say about this film. I feel like I've said all I've really yeah, wanted. I like I've, I've, I've said my piece. I think we are just going to end up making like these films and repeating ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, this is one of the shorter episodes. Uh, do you want to put a rating on the three films and then we can uh, wrap this up? Sure. Um, so first one, Reanimator, 1985. It's, it's good fun. There are some nice little scenes. But it's very emotionally cold, and therefore I can't. It doesn't really resonate with me very much. Um, but I do enjoy it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give that seven out of ten. It's a, a sturdy seven. Mm-hmm. Um, then Bride of Reanimator. Um, I got really excited in the first five minutes, um, <laughs> and that excitement was quickly extinguished. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just does more of the same, but less good. Um, so I'd give I'd give that a six, mm. um, and then it sort of claws back like a little bit of dignity with the third one by spicing it up a little bit by having it set in a prison, mm-hmm. um, but then it just does devolve into zombie carnage at the end, and that's not enough to keep me interested. That's something that all three of these films I think have in common. The last kind of fifteen twenty minutes, I just you know I get bored, yeah. um, and so I'd give that one a kind of, a nice kind of middling. 6.5 it's the halfway point between the two mm-hmm. yeah um so the first one like it's good i like it uh very weak 8 out of 10 it um which might be slightly generous now that i've talked about say, it i feel like that doesn't really line up with how you've talked about it but you know what you do you bro i just think i appreciate it more for what it the concept i, th- I think the concept worked and then the sequels were just like, let's just do that again, but shit. Um, 
And, I, and they're not even bad. It's just like they just do the same thing again. Just they just do it far weaker. So um, the second one is a six out of ten. Very close to a five, actually. It's it's a very low six out of ten. Yeah, and then uh, the third one is a very weak seven. It's slightly better. Um, I just found it funny at times. And I just want to say one final thing on the third one for a wrap up. There's just a bit at the end when that guy's penis comes back to life. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that shot of a rat with a penis. Because the woman goes down on him and then rips it off and then it comes back to life, which is just like fucking what? I feel like the people who made these films have are really horny and they've got really fucked up fantasies. I mean, it's, it's a weird thing with horror that a lot of the time horrors you know, often is associated with like phallic imagery. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Alien is a prime Again, I was say, again but the Alien, that was like kind of conceived as a, you know, more than slightly sexual being. For me, it's an 8 out of 10 for the first one. Very weak six for the second. All these scores are very weak. It's a very weak eight, a very weak six for the second one, and a very weak seven for the third one. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit all over the place. (laughs) I know I did. Talked about some weird things. So yeah, check out the other episodes I've done. I'm nearly at episode 100, which is fucking mental. Um, and I've got something already planned for episode 100, and it's interesting. I don't know how well it's going to work out, so if the next, sometime the next week, I'm going to test things to make sure it works out, because I want to do something big for episode 100. So, look forward to that. But yeah, check out other episodes. I've done over 90 of them. Uh, Barney's done loads at this point. I've, yeah, I've done quite a few at this point. Because um, I just keep harassing him, and he and he eventually says yes. Um, yeah. Which isn't a good... Which you shouldn't do that, though. In, in normal circumstances, don't do that. Don't harass people until they say yes. Oh, oh, yeah, only succumb to peer pressure if you're going on a podcast. Yeah, because he apparently enjoys it. I don't know if I believe him. I think he just feels bad for me. <laughs> he just says yes. I'm just an excellent liar. Yeah. He might be on another one this year. He might not. I don't know. He's apparently leaving for a bit. Don't know when that is. I don't know. December-ish. December-ish, yeah. Plus, he's a busy... There'll be, like, a month from, like, mid-December to mid-January where I'll be off the grid. Mm. Well, you'll be off the Australian grid. You'll be on a a different one. I'll be on an English grid. You get the idea. But, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this one. Hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.